Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, Vikings Nation! Welcome to Purple and Gold for Days, where my friend and yours, Mr. Justin Day, dives headfirst into the Purple and Gold universe, delivering the latest updates and commentary on your favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin from Purple and Gold for Days, and this is a Vikings First and Scold production. Oh, four wins in a row for the Vikings with a walking mash unit out there, no less. My, oh, my. It is great to have you with me. We are going to have a great time tonight. The Minnesota Vikings, for the first time this season, are above 500. Oh, sure. We all said after 0 3 and 1 and 4, maybe it's time to sell off pieces. Maybe, maybe not. Well, no matter how this season turns out, no matter how the draft position may be affected, whether we make the playoffs or not, oh, it was good to beat a team when you didn't have half of your stars, almost half of them. Quarterback one, two, and three, out. Granted, quarterback three got two drives before he went out. Okay, Wide receiver one and two, running back two, left tackle, and we still beat him. And we scored the most points we have all year. How ridiculous is that? We got to 31 points without Justin Jefferson, without Kirk Cousins, without KJ Osborne for a good portion of the game, without Christian Derrissaw. The offensive line did not do bad yesterday from a pass perspective, but from a run perspective, we got to sort of work on that. But we always start off with the NFC North Roundup. Okay, the Lions were on the bye week, but hey, we got to win, so we're within a game and a half, although we'll probably lose that half game when we go on the bye week anyway. But regardless, the Green Bay Packers, congratulations to them for taking themselves closer and closer from completely out of the Caleb Williams-Drake May sweepstakes. Congratulations. You beat a god-awful, terrible Rams team, 20 to three and your quarterback was still mediocre aaron jones 20 carries 75 yards and a touchdown big deal jordan love 228 yards and a touch on 20 for 26 oh what a great performance (laughs) got sacked four times please congratulations you hurt your draft stock i digress the new orleans saints beat the chicago bears by a touchdown here's the part of that game that makes me really laugh the saints beat them at home by seven points. And I've always said the opponent you have the next week, you want them coming off a win and not coming off a loss. The bears had five turnovers, ladies and gentlemen, and the saints still beat them by only seven. I know we don't got a lot of our stars, 
But I'm still looking forward to, t- to next week. I think we got a shot. I think we got a shot. Anyway, I'm just joshing you. What do you say about this guy? What can you possibly say that would adequately describe how what he did was so ridiculous? Absolutely ridiculous. And by the way, the guy got here on Tuesday night. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Four, day, four days. And he wasn't even planning on starting. And they gave all the first team reps to Jeremy Holmes Hall. This guy comes off the bench and leads his team to victory. Now, I'm not saying that his performance was perfection. He's quick carrying the ball like a loaf of bread, as they say. Holy cow, two fumbles. And they were both awful. Both absolute garbage. And it's like, whoa, dude, what are you thinking? But he has a little something that our former guy didn't. The ability to scramble. Ability to make big gains. And sometimes, even if you're not as careful with the ball, you also, again, lower floor than Kirk Cousins. Kirk's right here. He's clearly got a lower floor than Cousins. But at least yesterday, he had a higher saying. Now, am I saying that he's better than Kirk Cousins? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is his ability to make plays out of nothing trumps what our current guy is. And that's how he was able to overcome those two turnovers, along with a great defensive performance. He uh, spoke to the media today, and they asked him, hey, how much preparation did you have, and what were the expectations from the coaches? Let's see what he got going on. You no, know, that play was in the playbook. It was in our red zone install for this week. That was my first time repping the play, but uh, it was in the game plan. You know, I told um, the coaches, I said, anything on this call sheet that we installed this week, I got it. Like I can run it. I got it. Whether it's no huddle, um, whether it's tempo, whether it's a game plan call, whatever it is, I got it. Now you start pulling stuff from OTA one and two. I might be a little handcuffed out there, but if you put it on the call sheet, I got it. That was referring to um, the touchdown to uh, Brandon Powell. But I'll say again, he's like, hey, I got this. Don't hold back. Don't run a Mickey Mouse jerry-rigged version of the playbook if it's in i can know how to run it <laughs> that play that ran for a touchdown he said that's the first time i ran that play i'll tell you what josh dobbs he ain't joshing you he ain't joshing us <laughs> i've gone back and forth in my mind if jeremy holmes hall is ready to go do we let josh dobbs keep the job because he's got the hot hand or do we put the guy that we're trying to develop and see what we got I don't know any either way anymore. I really don't. I'm going to trust KLC. And I'm just going to say this. If Mahomes Hall is back, and I don't think he will be. I think he's going to take at least a week off. In which case, oh boy, if Nick Mullins isn't ready, we have to elevate Sean Mannion from the practice squad. Oh, goody. Oh, oh, oh. Let's hope that Josh Dobbs doesn't get hurt because I'm not going to care about this team. If it's led by Sean Mannion. <laughs> no. I mean, we're always going to watch. <laughs> Sean Mannion. Oh, gosh. Please, no. Pretty please, no. Okay. And let's give a shout out to Quasi Dofamensa, ladies and gentlemen. We always like, why are they trading for this dude? Bringing him in at the trade deadline. Getting him for free, basically. And six or seven months, swap it. Who cares? That's meaningless. Got him basically for free. But we said, oh, my gosh, this guy had a one and seven record in Arizona, and he's been on five different teams this calendar year and nine different teams or whatever the heck it is um, over the last his career. I tell you what, he's raw talent, but it's talent. My goodness. 
how he got that ball to Jordan Addison on the sideline in the last drive, how he got out of those sacks a couple times. Like he got out of the sack on his touchdown run. He got out of a sack on that fourth down play on the last drive. (laughs) It's one week is one game. And we can't let ourselves think that this is going to be how it's going to be every single week. But for right now, we're going to celebrate the heck out of this dub. Now again, Atlanta, Atlanta, they're an okay team. They're an okay team. Not great. Not horrible. Certainly not as bad as the Bears and the Panthers and the Packers. They're a step above them. And uh, we got the Saints coming in here next week. Who's a comparable team? And we're going to be playing them at home. And Josh Dobbs probably going to get the start from the get-go. So we'll see. But I loved watching this kid yesterday. He ran like a gazelle at times. And again, we didn't have Christian Darisaw in there. Offensive line, terrible run blocking, but pretty dang on good pass blocking. And I think all of his rushes, I don't think any of them were designed runs. So they were pass plays that he just said, I'm out of here. Beep, beep, road runner me out of this building right now, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> five and four. Quasi Dolphin said, we doubted you. We've talked about your first draft. We've questioned some of your trades, questioned some of your free agent moves, but shout out to Quasi. He saw something in this guy, and we would have gotten destroyed, destroyed if we hadn't picked up this guy. Masterful navigation. Kevin O'Connell, you unlocked a lot out of Kirk Cousins last year. And I know the Kirk stands will say, no, he was always like that. It's just Mike Zimmer was holding him back. I don't care. Whatever. I'm done listening to that crap because you're not giving Kirk Cousins his due credit for the amount of improvement and growth that he's had under KOC for a year and a half. But let's talk about yesterday. One more time. What was he missing? His first, his second, and after two series, his third quarterback, his wide receiver one and two, his running back two, his left tackle. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? I mean, you tell me a coach that has had that kind of ridiculousness and pulled off a win on the road. Now, again, does that mean we should be getting his bus ready for the Hall of Fame? No, let's not go that crazy. But he just find Here's the only thing I'm going to say about KLC. He has got to find a way to get the run game going. Alexander Manister is just not cutting it. We have now lost Cam Akers, so I don't know. Maybe they'll bring in somebody else. I don't know. It. This is not... This is like the third or fourth week in a row we've been talking about this pitiful run game. And I don't want to hear while the offensive line. Yeah, the offensive line ain't great for offers, but there are times where Alexander Madison has some stuff and he hasn't taken advantage of it. But sans that, sans that, we got to write. He's right. You have to write the ship sometimes. You got to deal with adversity. Last year, we had a lot of close games. But did we really have adversity? No, we had close games or we got blown out. This this is some adversity. You know, it would have been nice to see where the season would have went with Kirk, but can't dwell on it. You got to move on from it. It's like anything else in life that didn't work out the way you wanted it to, especially when you so desperately wanted it to. And then after a while, you realize, holy cow. Like I said on uh, Thursday, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. Anyway, is KOC the quarterback whisperer? I mean, again, he got a lot out of Kirk Cousins in the last year and a half. And he got a lot out of this guy. Now, part of it is that this guy, rockets it's, it's not rocket science. Well, we have a rocket scientist anyway. Y'all heard that story. I'm not going to go through that one again. We've all heard it. But I will say this. His intelligence level had a little something to do. And KOC, what's best about it is he recognized it. He recognized, okay, I'm not going to dummy this down. 
I'm not going to shrink my playbook. I'm not going to call conservative plays left and right. And <laughs> when they scored that touchdown, everybody was elated. But Kevin O'Connell was a proud papa right there. Let's let's make no bones about it. He's like, I don't have all my I don't have all my cards. I don't have all my chess pieces. I don't have my queen. I don't have my rooks. I only got one knight and one bishop and a bunch of pawns, which is not to be disparaging to the players that did play. I'm just saying, let's call it for what it is. We didn't have <laughs> we didn't have the queen and the rooks, to say the least. But they still got it done. They still got the dang thing done and got the W. That's if we gonna rip KOC for at times keeping the games close and not stepping on teams' throats. We gotta give him credit for what he did yesterday leading this team with a third-string quarterback getting hurt after the second series and going to a fourth-string quarterback who's only been in the building for five days. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely got to give this dude his just due. Man alive. And we'll see if he can keep this momentum going. Like I said, four games in a row, riding the ship after being one and four, thinking, boy, this season's about to go down the tubes. Hey, give Kevin O'Connell a lot of credit today, ladies and gentlemen. Masterful navigation of his team missing a lot of star players (laughs) don't forget about the defense and i say that in the context of this when they gave up that touchdown to make it 21 13 i thought that was i'm just like okay dobbs ain't gonna be out of it now that was it so that was one bad play one bad play the rest of the game outside of the last drive and they were gassed at that point so i'm not saying that they don't have culpability to it but at the same time, I kind of understand that they'd been on the field so dang how much. Bottom line is this. Vikings, 363 yards. Atlanta, 370 yards. Both had two turnovers. 23 to 18 in first downs. Pretty, pretty even game as was reflected on the scoreboard. But field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. Okay? Before they got their first touchdown. They got the safety, so we got to add those two points. That's how it gets from 12 to 14 and then 21 with the touchdown. But how many times did this defense give us goal line stands? Two or three by my count. They got the ball on their second drive. They went backwards seven yards. I mean, come on. No, that was the right one. They got that fumble down to, what, the one or two-yard line? And they ended up going back four yards? Like, really? Okay. Now, again, Atlanta's offense, Taylor Heineke, I know. But I don't care. First one in the third quarter, four plays, minus six yards. Ultimately ends up in a field goal. This team, defensively, again, has to carry a little bit more water than it otherwise should have to. And otherwise, it's fair to ask. But yesterday, they kept them in this game. Because if they give up one or two touchdowns, that's eight points, and it doesn't matter what Dobbs does or doesn't do. So a little bit of credit to that defense. For better or for worse, wasn't perfect, got a couple turnovers, and yes, they had an opportunity to have a couple more turnovers. It's like, oh, you know that Taylor Heineke's going to give you like two or three a game, and when we didn't take advantage of the first two, I'm just like, uh uh-oh. Byron Murphy Jr., finally got one. And that really changed the whole game. But having said all that, this defense is so much different than what it was last year. Which is why, again, I don't want to beat the dead horse, but uh, why do we have to lose Kurt? Because it would have been somewhat different. Anyway, like was said earlier, 
give Brian Flores the keys to the castle. I don't care how much money you got. If he's got to get paid more than Kevin O'Connell, I don't care. Kevin O'Connell can complain about it all he wants. Be like, dude, you need this guy. You need this guy right here. I want to try to get a head coaching gig. Well, he's still kind of being blackballed by the league. So you back up the Brinks truck and do whatever is necessary to keep this guy as our defensive coordinator. How much, how much difference does he make on this defense? Now, and here's the thing. We didn't get a lot of pressure yesterday. He only rushed three a lot, maybe four occasionally. Didn't bring the blitz a whole lot. So we didn't get a whole lot of pressure. So Daniel Hunter, DJ Wanham, where are you guys at? But at the end of the day, he had something. Now, yes, I'll say one more time. That last drive, they had 13 plays, one pass, one quarterback scramble, and 11 runs, and we couldn't stop it. Your mama can't stop you. Your daddy can't stop you. The defense couldn't stop anything. But they kept him in the game regardless because that, that game would have been over if that defense hadn't showed out for the first three quarters. So, again, one play on that drive, that screen pass, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I, once, he got, once he got five yards on the field, I'm like, they ain't catching him. That dude got through the end zone, was about to do some dance, and then he slid on the concrete, and then he's trying to be like, oh, yeah, I did that on purpose, and now I'm going to make snow angels. Okay, we're happy for you. I mean, if you're going to score a touchdown, then <laughs> you, you want to try to dance on a, on a team, you better come with it. You better come with it better than that. But anyway. I'll take this defensive. Prefer- I know it was 28. Well, no, it was 26 points. Austin, it was 26. Two of them comes off the safety. One of the few things that Dobbs did wrong was like, dude, what are you thinking? But he made up for it. But yeah, this defense, you tell me 20, 26 points on the road. I'll take that all day. Two touchdowns and four field goals. Yeah, we take that. We'll definitely take that. Playoffs. Playoffs. The Minnesota Vikings are still in the playoffs. If the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs after starting <laughs> after starting out one and three one and four oh and three and one and four so take that for whatever it's worth and as i said on the pregame getting to the wild card round and losing if you had Kirk cousins for the whole season that's a fail but getting to the wild card round with one of these third string fourth string quarterbacks that's a that's an accomplishment and what you did yesterday number one you knocked the atlanta falcons out of first place and now the new orleans saints are in first place five and four record just the same as the vikings but i said this the other day i said this yesterday these two teams the falcons and the saints in one way or another are going to be fighting with you over that seven seed and now you got a tiebreaker on the atlanta falcons Technically, you got a tiebreaker on the Green Bay Packers. Now, technically, and not technically, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the tiebreaker on you, on us, the Vikings. But we just really only need to get to nine or ten wins. Nine or ten. And again, I'm not throwing out the idea of catching the Lions because, again, if we stay within two games and then sweep them, we got them. But for right now, this team has a walking mash unit can make the playoffs now somebody said wow what's the point of making the playoffs we're gonna lose in the first round yeah i get that if you're at full strength but if you're developing a quarterback and you get to the playoffs and developing this culture that which gets back to the klc thing i forgot to say what a culture he's built but i think we've all heard that talking point all i'm saying is this this team has got a really easy schedule if you beat the saints you got tiebreakers over everybody in the nfc south that matters. Carolina doesn't matter, except Tampa Bay. And they're three and five right now. They, how did we lose to those guys? How did we lose to those guys? But whatever. 
All I'm saying is this. You got the Saints. You got a tough game against the Denver Broncos again, Sunday Night Football on the road. But then you got a game at home against the Bears. And then you got your bye week. And then you got the Raiders. You should absolutely win three out of those four, if not all four of those games. You get three wins. Then you're eight and five before you got your final home stretch against Cincinnati, Detroit, Green Bay, and Detroit again. You go two and two in those games. Oh, yeah. Ten wins. You'll be in the playoffs. And then anything can happen. You just got to get a ticket to the big dance. I'm not saying that I agree completely, but like I said, it's it's one of those deals where, again, wild card round loss with your full deck with Justin Jefferson missing no time, Kirk Cousins missing no time, Tristan Darisaw missing no time. Yeah, first round playoff loss would be a disappointment. But when you're uh, when you've got this many injured players, and here's the thing about that. We haven't had a whole lot of teams that have had roster depth really since 2017, okay? 2017, because our roster depth wasn't able to be built because we had a lot of high-priced players. So for the last five, six years, if we lose any one of our high-priced players or two or three of them, it was over because we didn't have any depth. Well, right now, we might not even have depth, but what we got is being coached up by Kevin O'Connell and Brian Flores. And this Vikings team, now again, it's an easy schedule, easier, so to speak. But they have found a way to not fold up like a cheap suit without all of those players missing. One more time, top three quarterbacks, top two wide receivers, second uh, running back, and your left tackle. You notice those are all offensive players. All of them. (laughs) So let's, again, give O'Connell credit and this team has an opportunity after starting 0-3 to make the playoffs. And you know what? From then on, if a team starts 0-3, they'll be able to say, well, the Vikings started 0-3 and still made the playoffs. So we're going to be that team that everybody that starts out 0-3 gets to talk about. So there you go. So all I'm going to say is this. Tristan Jackson on that two-point conversion. What a great, great route and a great catch. Brandon Powell, I forgot to talk about him. Where did this guy come from? And that's what I'm talking about, roster depth. Brandon Powell has absolutely filled it. You know what he reminds me of? And uh, shout out to uh, uh, Drew and Ted. That's where I I, I saw this. He kind of reminds me, and I agree with him, a little bit of Duke Shelley. Like just a guy that's a hard-nosed worker that wasn't thought of to be too much at the beginning of the season. You know, we got Duke Shelley off the scrap. He, you know, Powell's somewhat the same way. This guy, even before all of this madness, he shows up. He shows up. And... I put the highlight on my shorts of that touchdown play. That was a beautiful route. Beautiful route. So these guys, Tristan Jackson, Brandon Powell, stepped up yesterday in the absence. And here's the thing about Jordan Addison, five for for 52. Okay, so you take out that 24. And I'm not saying that the 24 doesn't count, but his other four catches got 28 yards. He ain't do much. He ain't do much. So, again, Brandon Powell stepping up, Tristan Jackson stepping up. You know, TJ Hawkinson was the main target, had a couple of dropsies, but whatever. I'm I'm not worried about that at all. So I'm just saying right now, this team has finding a way to win games despite the fact that they have this many players, this many good to great players on the bench with injuries. So for right now, celebrate four in a row. And we got a game at home against the New Orleans Saints. Now, this game against the Saints is going to hold a little less animosity because Drew Brees and Sean Payton aren't there. Well, we'll get Sean Payton in two weeks when we go out to Denver and hold down Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, unlimited. Yeah, you're going to be unlimited to nobody. 
come two weeks from now. But got a game at home against the Saints. Ain't been home for a couple weeks. Let's get that U.S. Bank Stadium rocking, ladies and gentlemen. If you finna go to that game, get it rocking and say, hey, five in a row. Bottom line, we can make the playoffs. And I never thought I'd say that when we were 0-3 and 1-4. and Thank you kindly for joining me today. Please follow me on YouTube, Purple and Gold for Days. And for now, skull to the next episode. You're listening to Purple and Gold for Days, a Vikings First and Skull production. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.